This is a podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons with each other. Sometimes. Last time on Dragon Ball Z. Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 35 of Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure. My name is Paul, and I'm here to lead you through this story as we come near the very end of season 1. And of course to do so, I'm joined by my four friends and players. Hey guys, it's Jeremy. I play Lark Darkbolt. I'm Jeffrey, and I play Servants of the Wall. I'm Alan, and I play Jamalil Karth. Hi, I'm Red, and I play Kellen. Before the recap, let me go ahead and take care of some business. Let me roll this giant d20, see how things are going to go. It's an eight. Much better. That's perfect for going into the grove for the first time. Woohoo. Hmm. Last time, you all spoke with Elevon Ray about many different things. There was some discussion about Jim's patron. Is it Atonia? Or is whatever force or being it is simply trying to deceive Jim and Elevonre and everyone else? Who knows? I don't trust it. I think it's I think it's definitely the devil. But the group had the option to decide for themselves and they voted and they said Jim goes. And so the party made final preparations, given some health potions. After receiving some potions, Nina took Kellen into the Archdruid's chambers where he received some special armor that's usually reserved only for the leaf guard of the canopy. Having received these things, it was time. It was time. Elevonre gathered them up. He gave them this talisman that they need to appease the guardian of the grove. Stepping into the main chamber, some wholeheartedly in and some reluctantly, stepped forward as Elevonre cut a gate in the air, opening a pathway to another plane of existence. First, Lorik stepped through, excited but nervous. Then Sir Vance stepped through, confident. And Guy, terrified, probably peeing a little bit, followed him right up. <laughs> then Jim stepped through nonchalantly. And as Kellen gathered his grit, Suddenly there was a resounding boom over the Corrine, for in order for the Archdruid to open this gate, he had to shut down the protection of the canopy, close down the force field. And then Elevonre, with a resounding yell, yelled, Go, now, and shoved Kellen through the gate. Uh-oh. And as Kellen fell through, there was an ear-shattering roar from behind him. Lorik. Yeah. You are surrounded by darkness. Oh my gosh. Uh, Servants, my eyes. I think I've got blind. Help. There is no light whatsoever. No point of reference anywhere within sight outside of the white gate, which is right behind you, which is shining so bright that you have to look away from it. It's it's hurting your eyes. Okay, I'm going to look away from it, and ahead of me, I'm going to use prestidigitation to cause okay. a light to appear. Okay, it's like shining out of the end of your wand. Yes. Okay, that light shines, and you can see the light there on the end of your wand, and it's illuminating forward, but 
it's having very little effect on the terrain. It's it's not showing you anything. It's like you can see the light, but you can't see anything else. Oh no, we're all gonna die. After a couple of moments, Sir Vance comes stepping through. Oh boy. It is very dark in here. I love the darkness. <laughs> wow, that was super deep. Creepy. Um, and then I kill Sir Vance. <laughs> you hear Sir Vance stepping through. Uh, Sir Vance, I can't see anything. I'm trying to light it up, and my, my magic's not... It's just something's wrong. Something's wrong? The two of you are talking, and it, it almost seems like the air is thick. Sounds are even a little bit muffled where you are right now. I'm pulling a wand out. I already have a wand out. I'm pulling the other wand out. Guy comes walking through, and he bumps into Sir Vance. Sir, Sir Vance, is that is that you? I, I can't see anything. I know we can't see anything in here. We need to stay close. Everybody, uh, lock arms or something. This gate is so bright. Jim, you come stepping through nonchalantly. I saunter. Can I see anything? It's very dark. I attack the darkness. What do you use? What do you attack it with? I want to cast Eldritch Blast. (laughs) You cast Eldritch Blast into the darkness? No, I don't. Okay. Hey, guys. Can you (laughs) hear me? This one hey. of those deals where we all come in at separate points. Jim. Okay, we're here. Good. Hey, hey, Jim. We need we need some light. It's it's really dark. Come on. Can you help me? I don't know that spell. <laughs> Jim, that gate is really giving you a headache because since you can see in all directions, you really can't look away from it, and it's very bright. Uh, what up, my robe? <laughs> it doesn't work. Guys, I I can't. And then I faint. <laughs> you faint? No. Uh, I'll say, oh, wow. say, guys, this is this is bothering me a little. Uh, don't look. I'm going to change. You start to hear a sound like someone's yelling at the top of their lungs from really far away. What is that noise? And it no. gets a little bit closer. What direction? No. From the doorway. Moments later, Kellen comes falling through backwards, yelling. No! No! no. Kellen, are you wrong? okay? I want to get up, and I want to run back towards the door. You're getting up. Charlie steps through the gate, and with a pop, the gate shuts behind him. No! And I'm on my hands and knees, and I'm, like, hitting the ground and trying to make something appear and just... No! Helen, are you okay? What's wrong? Charlie made it. What's happening? As soon as he let the force field down, that beast attacked... As I was about to walk through, there was this loud crash, and before I could do anything, he pushed me through the gate. Oh, no. How? We're going to be trapped here. Are you sure it was that beast? Uh, that's not the point. I mean, yes, we're going to be trapped here, but... <sighs> your, I, your your grandfather's the Archdruid. I bet he could he can handle that thing, right? It'll be... Um, Do you know any spells that make light? Is it getting any brighter in here? It's not. It is pitch black in here. Um, well, if we had had one of those uh, lanterns, or if we had known to expect this, then we could have... Oh, well. Shall we pick a direction and just start walking? I think we need to try to see first. We need to see. I don't know. Maybe this is one of those walk by faith, not by sight things. Atonia! And I start wondering. <laughs> don't wonder, Jim. Don't Jim wonder. is wondering. I grab him before he wonders. Jim, you're being grabbed. I stop. Jim, why don't you give me a perception check? With advantage because of my eyes? With 
advantage. Woo! And by eyes, I mean robot eyes, not mine. Not your actual eyes. Yeah. So that with advantage is a ten. Oh my gosh! Ten total. Okay. Yeah, you don't see anything. Do I smell anything? Yes, lots of things. And honestly, the smell is hard to describe. It's it smells sweet, but it also smells a little bit like rotten plants, you know, like a sickly sweetness. Lork also has dark vision, and you're he still can't see. Oh yeah, your your dark vision has zero effect on this. Dang. All of you have dark vision except for like servants and guy. We might yeah. just I'm be in like magical darkness that's keeping this place hid if we all want to, you know, hold hands and walk out together. Helen gets up now and is like muttering to himself. He's not too happy. Look, Kellen, the only thing we can do now is is to try and hurry. I know. That's the only thing we can do is to... But what do we do? We're kind of stuck here anyways. Did the Archdruid say anything about this darkness? I, I don't remember it. No, he he didn't say anything. That's why I'm confused. I don't know. I think we should do Guys, what Lork said and just walk out the, together. No, what if the grove's already dead? Maybe that's why it's already dark in here. Well, then we're dead anyways. And this has been Make Believe Heroes. Turns out the grove was dead. Our heroes are stuck <laughs> here forever. There is no escape. And goodbye, Monumi. So see you in season two. Bye. I mean, Bye. it's a possibility. Well, it's a possibility. Um, okay. Um, does anybody got some rope? Maybe we can just tie each other together and we can start walking forward. We all have rope. I was about to say, didn't we tie each other together some other time? Yeah, that was when the sandstorm came. You tried to do that. Did that turn out good for any of us? Y'all didn't do it before the sandstorm hit. That's true. Never mind. Why don't we just hold hands? Mm. Why don't you all roll me a perception check? Again? Uh-oh. Still with advantage? Nah, you don't roll one, Jim. Let them roll one. Oh. I got an 18 on the dice. Plus four. Boom. Mine's a 21. Is it a nat 20? That is a nat 20. Noise. Nat 20. On the dice. What'd you get, Vance? 19 plus one. So your senses are just all out of whack. But, Kellen, something catches your eye. Okay. What does it look like? From where you're standing, it's sort of up and to the left. It's like you saw just a flash of light sort of in that direction. What, what the, the heck was that? What? Where? We're all gonna die. I just saw like a flash of light. A flash of light. And I like point the direction of where it came. It's to the left, right? You said to the left? Yeah, it was up and to the left. Maybe we need to go that way? Lorik, you see something dart in your vision up and to the right. <sighs> Guys, it could be lizard rats. Uh, hello? Wh who's there? Sort of like a orange flicker of light. Like something just dashing in your sight just a little bit up to the right. Uh, what the? Guys, I saw something. Come with, come with me. Where? This way. And he, like, grabs Sir Vance and starts pulling him along. Sir Vance, you guys are walking forward, and Vance, you see something off to the left. It catches your eye, and you turn your head just in time to see orange glowing light appear and then disappear like it darted behind something. Okay. So I'm going to draw my sword, my Odachi. And at the same time, I want to use my divine sense see if I detect any... Celestial fiend or undead. So, what's the range on that? 60 feet? Yes, 60 feet. Okay, at the moment, you don't sense anything. Just at this exact moment. Nice. But what about the next moment? Do you, are you moving forward, or are you... Well, I mean, it's until the end of my next turn. 
I'm mo- I'm in moving forward with Lorik. Okay. You know, I'm drawing my sword and using divine sense all at the same time. So you are reaching out with your senses, you're stepping forward, and you sort of get a sense of something up ahead of you all. Just for a second, and then it's gone. Mm. If you had to describe it, you would describe it as probably a leaning celestial. Interesting. I don't know what this is, but I don't like it. What do you mean? What? Do you, what? you don't like it? How do you know you don't like it? We haven't even met it yet. Something's here, and Some- then it disappears. Jim, something behind you catches one of your many eyes, and you see a long orange form appear and disappear like it ran across the room. Oh, no. Hey, there's something orange. <laughs> it's a ghost. Now you're all starting to see this. Every few seconds you see something and you're kind of turning around everywhere. Guys freaking out. And it seems as if this thing is getting closer to you. Um, he- hello? I need to know whether or not I need to fight you or not. I have a wand and I'm not afraid to use it. You're all seeing now as this bright orange light seems to get closer and closer, moving back and forth. And the way that it's so dark in here, this orange bright light is... It's so bright, it's so radiant that it, it's leaving a sort of burned-in image in your eyes, you know, as it moves back and forth in your vision, as if dashing from side to side. Within the next few moments, are you all just staying put? What are you doing? Lark's going to pull out the totem that Elevandra gave him mm-hmm. and, like, have it in his hand, in his left hand, like, clutched against his chest really hard. And in his right hand, he's going to have his wand, and he's going to try to, like, step behind surveillance a little bit. Kellen's going to sit down. Okay. So... How many moments is it around when it's doing whatever it's doing? I was going to try to use command on it. Okay. You want to step forward, try and use command? Yeah. What are you going to yell out? As soon as I see it, I just yell, halt. You yell, halt. He's got to make a save. Is that what it is? Yes. A wisdom save. Okay. What's the DC on that? 13. Whatever it is when you yell out, halt... It doesn't stop. Amazing. But after you've done this, you see it dart out from behind something and then slow down. And then it begins moving toward the five of you slowly. Oh, I don't like this. And as it's approaching, from the way you were seeing it before, it seemed sort of small. But that's probably because of the fact that you all were so far away from it. Now as it's approaching, you can see that whatever this is, you're having trouble focusing on it because it's so bright and the room is so dark but as it approaches you realize this is a very large creature and you're all sort of covering your eyes and trying to get a look at it and after a few moments it steps just about 15 feet away from you all and as your eyes adjust and as you're staying there sort of shielding your eyes and trying to get a look at it you hear this deep booming voice say oh no hail travelers I am Ovi, guardian of the grove. Speak now. Why have you come to this place? Oh, oh, Ovi? Oh, hello, I'm Lark Darkbolt. Um, Elevon Reynorius sent us here to help protect the grove, and he, like, takes the the totem, and he, like, nervously, like, holds it up above his head, like he's not going to let it go. Mm -hmm. He's, like, waving it towards whatever this possibly is. You start waving the thing in the air. Yeah. You notice as you're waving it, it is glowing. It's producing the three different colors from the different parts. And it is glowing and leaving a sort of stream in the air as you're waving it back and forth. 
and this creature doesn't do anything for a moment, but then it says, I see. Well, in that case, perhaps you're not in so much trouble. And as he says that, he sort of dims a little bit. His light does. Mm -hmm. And setting before you is this 10-foot-tall Androsphinx. Oh. Nope. Oh. Oh, boy. I'm out. Lork turns around and walks away. (laughs) It appears as a great winged lion standing on all fours over 10 feet tall with bright orange fur that gleams with a golden light. On its brow sits a laurel wreath, and on its breast it bears a golden necklace bearing a talisman exactly like the one that you have in your hand, Lorik. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, pleasure pleasure to meet you. Um, Elevonre sent us to see the grove. You're perhaps the most impressive creature I've ever seen. Yes, I would imagine that's probably true. Um, pretty vain, too. Shut up. <laughs> Jim. JK, no, you, you deserve it. We love you, Andrew. He lets out like a growling chuckle. <laughs> I see that humor is not lost on you, creature. Not at all. Humor is cool. It appears that you have a token for me. Is that true? Not me. He does. Uh, I, I, I do, but um, can you point me in the direction of the of the tree? And have have you have you spoken to Atonia anytime soon? Recently? Question mark. <laughs> Perhaps it would help if you could see a little better. Uh yes. Yes, please. And as he says that, the darkness that is surrounding you all seems to run away from you, is really the best way to describe it. It just it runs out from you all. And in its place is a strange terrain, something like you've never seen before. Immediately, you would describe it as a forest, as you're surrounded by green in every direction. There are trees, flowers, great vines, and plants grown from the floor. There are mushrooms that are 20 feet tall. There are any number of strange plants and plant life like you've never seen before. Some that look like if you were to approach it with the wrong look, it might reach out and try to kill you. And way up above you, there is a roof that's grown over in this place, grown together with vines and thorns and all sorts of shrubbery. And you are now in this perfectly well-lit place. Dope. Please forgive my little trick. It helps me to get the upper hand if anyone were to ever come to this place with malintent. Oh, wow. Has anyone even ever come to this place before? Certainly not with malintent. Not with me here. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, Ovi? Is that how you say your name? Yes, Ovi. Ovi. Um, so, uh, I hear Atonia made you, right? To guard this place? Yes, Atonia is my creator, and this is her place. I, I, I want to be very, uh, humbly asked this question. Um, Ovi, what what exactly are you guarding? I'm guarding all that is hers, he says, sort of nodding toward the other end of this giant, which you would sort of consider to be like a huge antechamber. I mean, you can see all these plants and everything, but it's sort of open where you are now. And toward the end of the area, which he just pointed way off in the distance, probably, I don't know, 100 feet or more away, you can see that the walls come down and lead into a sort of doorway. Ovi, this is 
are, are these the gardens of Atonia? Is the is the grove through there? You are in the grove. I suppose you are speaking of Atonia's grove. Yes. Uh, I think so. The, the, and the... you are here for what purpose? I see that you have a token for passage, but what is your purpose in this place? Uh, and he says, looking at the five of you, and is this the one that speaks for all of you? Is this your master? <laughs> no, no. Definitely no. not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the master, but maybe the leader? No, not that either. Have, have you ever met Pelor? Pelor, yes. I've spoken with Pelor. It has been quite some time now, by your reckoning. So, there's there's something strange going on with Atonia and Pelor, and actually that guy over there, Jim, he's got something weird going on with Atonia too. You might need to spend some time talking to him. Really? But really what I need to do is get go through and, yeah, I need to go through and I need to find a tree that's in there because I'm here to protect it because someone's coming to try to steal something from it. There are many trees in this place. Of which tree specifically are you looking, Elf? I'm looking for a tree that light comes out of it, and it may or may not have a stone in it. He looks at you for a second and then lets out a great bellowing roar. Oh, no. And you all are immediately cowed. Everyone roll me a d20. I rolled a two. I rolled a 16. Jim is dead. I rolled an 11. Okay, and we'll call this a uh, wisdom. So, who beat a 17? Not I. Not me. I did. No, I didn't. I got a 16. Okay, so everyone except Lorik immediately falls on their knees and covers their ears and closes their eyes. Just completely terrified. Oh, me and I was already on the ground, so this ain't that bad. Lorik, you are still terrified, but you're not compelled to put your face on the dirt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You come for the stone. I come to protect the stone. Something has threatened the stone. Yes. Paylor showed us a vision of something coming and taking the stone. It is for this reason that I was created. It is for this reason that this grove was created. Uh, really? Well, uh, apparently, uh, it wasn't enough and you need some help. No offense. Please don't roar again. He lets out another (laughs) roar. But it's not nearly as ferocious as the one before that. It's just kind of a slightly intimidating roar. Little elf, do not dare to make little of my power in this place. I'm, I'm no, you're the most. No, I'm not trying to make little. I, it just it's Atonia and Paylor. I mean, they know each other and they're friends. And Paylor sent us to help. So I don't know why you're trying to hurt my friend's ears and. We can, um, you want to show me where that tree's at? You all feel this, that frightening presence that was over you pass. You can all get back up. Can we make a mixtape together? Collab? You can try. Man, I'm glad I have a robe of eyes instead of a robe of ears. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this one I like. Should you like to stay here with me? For how long? For a long time. Depends on, uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind, a long time's a long time, you know, and I have a feeling yes. that for someone like you, a long time's a long time, am I right? You are not wrong, little elf in person. But I wouldn't mind spending some time here. Uh, wait, Ovi, um, uh, we're, we're kind of in a hurry, like, 
it, it could it could happen yes. at any moment. Please, it is not my place to question each of your motives if you have the talisman from our goddess. But it has been quite some time since I had such interesting company. Uh, I'm sure it'll be more interesting once we make it to the stone. You're really pushing it, aren't you? Well, I cannot accompany you to the stone. I must remain here, for it is my purpose to guard the grove. And so I shall. Oh, okay. Well, you, you guard here, because there could be, like, this big black evil thing showing up soon that wants to kill you and us and everything. So we should probably head on in. If this creature comes here, I will certainly stop it. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> we hope. We believe in you. I do, at least. Yes. If you would like to follow me, I will show you the path that will lead you to the tree. Please, Mark Mufasa. Follows Mufasa. Woo! He starts to lead you all in the direction of that opening, like I said, up ahead. This place is not safe for mortals. I'm afraid it is quite important that you do what you must and leave quickly, or else this place will, unfortunately, in time turn you quite mad. Oh, I'm well past that. <laughs> Please, elven person, you must cease with the jokes. It's been so long since I laughed. Already my ribs are getting sore. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> my response, too, was a joke. <laughs> so many jokes. Too many jokes. This is awful. <laughs> Just awful. He walks toward the opening. If the five of you, and of course your animal companion, would like to enter here, this will lead you on your path. Okay. Um, is there anything that we need to know about on the way? Is it dangerous to go alone and we can take this? It is incredibly dangerous. There are creatures and other obstacles that will do everything they can to prevent you from achieving the goal that you seek to achieve. But why? <laughs> I run in. Kellen. Kellen runs in. This place was designed as a protection for this tree and this stone. But if you go and seek not to harm the tree, but simply to protect it, then I'm sure that the grove will eventually lead you there in time. But first, it will test you. I run in. Can you help us? Bye, Kellen. Don't die. We'll be there in a little bit. Kellen runs in. Charlie falls after him. So is this like multiple choice, essay? What kind of test are we talking? It will be the test of life or death, I'm certain. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Uh, uh, can you just go with us? I'm afraid I must remain here. It is my job and my entire purpose to protect this grove, and here I shall stay to protect it at its borders. But I can offer you a small gift. And he reaches down and he sort of paws at the ground for a second, and a small hole appears, and growing up out of it, is this very large acorn. I say very large. I mean, it's it's large enough to sit in the palm of your hand, but, you know, most acorns are tiny. This acorn is imbued with a gift for you all. It has a spell of sorts within it, and it will only work once. But if you reach a point when you are too weary to continue physically, or if the madness begins to overtake you, then you should crack this acorn. It will produce for you a feast unlike any that your mortal mouths have ever tasted. Mmm, I love tasty mouthfeels. 
So is it like we can throw it at an enemy and a giant table will appear covered with food and land on top of it? <laughs> Nothing like that. Think of it like a cornucopia. But if you will eat from this feast, your minds and bodies will be imbued with protection for a time. But for no more than a day, so only use it at your greatest hour of need. You must hurry. Uh, okay. Um, Sir Vance, you want to carry that? Guy, it's important for you to take this. I will take it. Kellen's running. We need to go. Um, we should probably catch up with Kellen, guys. Uh, thank you. It was a pleasure talking to you. Watch out for the big scary black thing, and hopefully we'll be back in time to help you fight it. Good luck. If not, um, yeah, we'll see you in, like, the void or something. May Atonia bless your efforts. And he turns around and walks back toward the other direction. Bye. I don't trust him. I'll miss Ovi. <laughs> and then I'll walk away. Kellen is running into the next area, Kellen, you run forward, and it's just a, a short passageway, and you come out the other side, and it's raining. Oh, wow. Great. It's raining. There are these great trees with these huge leaves hanging down, and it's sort of windy in here and rainy. Are they star leaves? Star leaves? Land before Tom? Tree stars. Oh. Tree, stars. Tree stars. That's, that's what it, it was. Couldn't think of it. <laughs> no. big, Great big sloping leaves. Very unlike anything that you've ever seen before. Whoa. There are these strange plants with, like, purple grown up through them. Dekubabas. There are, you know, piranha plants. Just anything you'd ever see in a Nintendo game that's weird and plant-like, that, that's here. Mushrooms? Cool. Uh, yes, I already said there's, like, a 20-foot mushroom in the last room. Wow. I was going to say, can I roll a perception check for danger? You can roll a perception check. Yeah. That, oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? I'm not. <laughs> Seriously, just rolled it. I just okay. I threw it. I threw it across the board. You're running through the sound of the rains there. The rain is sort of freaking you out, running into your mouth, and it has a strange taste. It doesn't taste like rain typically does, which is basically tasteless. It has a sweet sort of flavor to it, like nectar. Okay, that's a little concerning, but... Charlie has caught up behind you, and as you're running forward, you hear... Are any of you calling out for Kellen or anything? Kellen. Mm, once we clear the main doorway and we hit the rain, yes. Yeah, Kellen, you've already run down just a little piece. You haven't gotten far, obviously. But they're calling out for you. Already you can hear them behind you yelling your name. But at that exact moment, you also hear this sound uh -oh. from up ahead, and it sounds like a beautiful melody. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Roll me a d20, Kellen. Okay. That is an 18 on the dice, my dude. Okay. It's Wednesday, my dude. You hear the sound ahead. You're unaffected by it, but you hear this beautiful sound like someone singing, sort of. Okay. What do you do? You hear your friends calling for you from behind, and you hear someone off in the distance ahead of you singing a melody. I'm going to run back to my friends, but I also want to like be like, man, that sounds really good, but hold on. I'm okay. going to run back to, good choice. back to them. Yeah. You run back to them? Yeah. So, guys, um, just to let you know, up ahead, there's someone who is singing. Sounds really good, but if I've watched any movies, that's probably not a good thing for us. <laughs> so, wow. Let's go on ahead, though. Also, I wouldn't drink the waterfall in right now. It's kinda, I, don't, I don't really trust that either. 
the waterfall? What does it taste like? Um, it tastes like a sweet nectar, which is, I mean, it it sounds really appetizing, but also like in the place that we're at, I I wouldn't trust it. Guy kind of nervously sticks his tongue out and tastes the rain a little bit. Oh wow! It does kind of taste like nectar. It's sweet. Yeah, it's really sweet. I set fire to the rain. I set fire to the rain. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Burn. I love you, Jim. I bless the rains down in Africa. All right, I'm going <laughs> to lead them to where I heard the singing. You all follow Kellen forward? I want to cast Fine Steed. Okay. How does <laughs> that work? <laughs> it takes 10 minutes, so. Wait, who's Steve? Steve. Steed. We're finding Steve? Yes. Oh, that guy. It turns out the tree's name is Steve, and it works perfectly. It leads you right to the tree. That is awesome. LOL. That doesn't happen. What are you all doing? I'm walking. Me too, and I'm casting a spell. Are you seriously trying to cast the spell? Yeah. Okay. You all start walking forward? Yep. After you walk for a short time, Kellen, you can hear that sound up ahead again. All right, guys. You hear it? It's probably not a good thing, but it does sound really good. This man or woman has really good octaves. Can we tell if it's a language of any kind? Nope. It just sounds like music, not really words as much as it is just a melody. And I need all of you to roll me a D20. I got a natural 20. Oh, I got a natural too. Kellen, no, you don't have to go through this again. Okay, I was going to at least say, can I have advantage? I got a 13 on the dice, and we're doing, what's the modifier? Wisdom. I got a plus four, so 17. Guy rolled like an 18, so he's in good shape. Dang. As you are walking forward in gym, you hear this beautiful melody. You are compelled to run toward it. As I'm running, I'm humming along. Jim just takes off running and humming. I want to trip him. I mean, I guess you can try to trip him. Yes, that's what I'm trying to do. It's a 12. Okay. In what way are you trying to trip him? I'm going to go full body because it might give me okay. a little bit of a help. Okay. You just throw your body in front of him? Yep. In front of his legs. I consider that like athletics. And athletics? Okay. All right. Would Jim try to jump him or what? Jim leaps. Okay. Roll me a d20. Do I do athletics or? Athletics or acrobatics. Either one probably be fine. Acrobatics. I rolled a natural four plus two. Okay, so you trip over Kellen, and you do fall, and then you immediately get back up and continue on. Stop him! Laura's going to run beside him. Uh, Jim, what are you doing? Where are you going? What's going on? I am listening to the music, and it's very pretty, so I'm going to keep running. It is pretty, but what if it's a trap? It's probably a trap, but I want to keep running. Can I stop you? Smack him. Please stop. Plug his ears. I'll grab his arm and try to make him stop. Normally, I would stop, but this is music, so I'm not going to. Jim, roll me another 20. I want to roll another 20. 16 natural. You feel slightly less compelled. Smack him. He still wants to go, but he's not running that way now. Jim, we got to be careful in here. What's that mean? That means we don't run off to random sounds and end up dead. Oh, but this sound isn't random. It's beautiful. Yeah, but why is there music in a place like this if it's not a trap? What place are we in? Atonia's Grove. Exactly. Atonia sings beautifully. I don't know if that's her, but why would Atonia's music be bad? 
Apparently, I know her. I didn't know that until now. <laughs> wow. But you know how she sings, huh? <laughs> I do now. <laughs> Jim, it's it's all right. Just uh, just stay. Let's stay together. And what does it what does it look like around us? Like if I was trying to lead him away, is there like an obvious another way to go? No, there's a path leading forward. Okay. I guess we go slowly down the path. Lork's gonna have a wand out and a hand on Jim. You all slowly walk forward. Yes. Has it been ten minutes yet? No. Darn it. Not quite. As you are slowly walking forward and taking your time, the sound of someone singing does get louder. After a time, you come to a point where it seems like it's up ahead of you most of the time, but then it starts to sound like it's off to the right, off of the path, and you can actually hear what sounds like water flowing, like a river or something or a creek nearby. I really don't hmm. want anybody to get off the path. We're not headed for water. We're headed to a tree. In a grove. With the stone. No water. What Sir Vance said. No water. We have a geyser full of water if we need water. We keep walking. Jim, you really want to go down there. I'll go. Jim, no. No, I got to hold a gym. Jim. I'm going to try to stop him. <laughs> I'll go. You've got to hold a gym. So, Jim, you're not like fighting necessarily, but you really want to go. I, I look at him and say, guys, can we please go? We can take the tree later. <laughs> I want to smack him. Lorik shoots Jim. <laughs> Magic missile. Guys, it's not my fault my dice suck. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go. Sir Vance, grab Jim. I can't we can't trust him. <sighs> Tie him up. If you grab Jim, your spell will I'm not end. grabbing not. Jim. <laughs> I'm just okay. casting a spell here. What spell are you casting? An awesome one. An awesome one. <laughs> yes. Um, Guys, imagine if the Beebs were in town and you couldn't go see them. Um, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm good. Who's the Beebs? Despacito. <laughs> is that the song they're singing? I think that is a song. Despacito 2, confirmed. Oh my gosh. Confirmed. <laughs> Everyone's ears immediately start pouring blood. <laughs> uh, Kellen, grab Jim. Yes. Don't let go of him. We got to keep going. We don't have time for this. We're trying to save the tree. Jim, I need you to roll me another d20. I'm going to use a different d20 this time. Okay. You guys both need to hold him. It's a four. Oh, my Thank gosh. Oh, man. Jim, you start fighting <laughs> to get loose. I start fighting. Guys, I, I slap people. Lorik, I need you two to make conflicting strength checks right now. Great. Lorik's yeah, strength is plus zero. We'll treat it like uh, Lorik has you grappled. So, Lorik, I need strength from you, Jim. You can use dex or strength, right? Yeah, I think. I don't know. Lorik rolled a 19. Cool. Got a 19. I rolled. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll? I rolled a natural 20. Oh, my, oh God. my gosh. the worst. Lorik rolls high on a strength check, and then you nat 20 out of it. What is happening? Lorik buckles down. He digs deep, and he just grabs your shoulders, and he tries to get you in uh, full Nelson. And you just swing an elbow right into Lorik's face. And I'm not going to make you take any damage or anything, Lorik, but you have a little bit of a bloody nose Ooh. as Jim takes off, like, trip running into the forest. Can I use something before he gets too far? What? I want to use Entangle. Oh, yeah. On Jim. Sure. Jim, you have to make a strength saving throw. A strength saving throw? Yep. What do I got to beat? A 15. 
I roll a two, so Save it's a three total. Okay. I am clawing at, is it like thorns and crap? Do I take damage? It says grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground yeah, in a 20 foot thorns. square, standing from a point within range for the duration. These plants turn the ground in the area into difficult terrain. A creature in the area, when you cast a spell, must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. A creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC on a success. It frees itself. So you're not you're not hurt. It's grabbed you and it's pulled you down onto your knees. It's got your arms and your legs wrapped up for the moment and you're still fighting against it. But everyone else has an opportunity to do something before Jim gets an opportunity to do something. Guy comes up and he grabs Jim by the shoulder and he sort of gives him a little slap in the face. Jim, snap out of it. Jim, you can roll me another 20. 14. Add your wisdom save to that. Uh, 19. Okay, so as he slaps you, you sort of feel your head clear a little bit. Huh? What? What? You still really want to go check that out, but you're not drooling after it now. Guys, I think you need to tie me to the mast. Because <laughs> I want to still hear it, but I don't want to be drawn to it. Uh, that was good. That was good. Open up the boat. At this exact moment, 10 minutes pass. Yes. What happens, Sir Vance? Yay. What happened? I summon a spirit that assumes the form of an unusually intelligent, strong, and loyal steed and create a long-lasting bond with it. <laughs> what <laughs> did you just do? What? I found a steed. Is it a dragon? <laughs> no, it's not a dragon. What is it? Pegasus. Oh my god. It cannot fly. Unicorn. No, not really a unicorn. That's lame. It says a form that you choose. A war horse, a pony, a camel, an elk, or a mastiff. Your GM might allow other animals. I would allow other things, just nothing that's going to give you, like, flying speed. A narwhal. So not a griffin. It can be a griffin. It just can't fly. That's lame. Just give me a war horse. Okay. What's it look like? Solid white. Everywhere. Even the hoofs are white. Wow. Wow. It's like albino. Pretty. Albano. Except on its chest, there's this weird spot that's gold, mm. even though that's not a fur color. Who cares? It's a spirit animal. Exactly. It's like a sun shape. You get what I'm saying? I, I completely get what you're saying. I get it. And you, Sounds great. You summon this beautiful white steed. It's a horse, right? Not a unicorn? It's a war horse. It's a war horse, so it's a muscular steed. Yeah. It looks like if Cervantes were a horse. Yes. <laughs> it appears suddenly. There's a sort of spiraling power flows out from you, like from the symbol on your chest, and then it just appears this beautiful white steed standing there, and it gives a little neigh. Oh. <laughs> and then it turns towards you and gives a little bow. Hello. Can it speak to you? Um. Yes. I hope so. It can understand one language of your choice. Common. Okay. And also, within one mile of me, I can communicate with it telepathically. Ooh, that's nice. Now yes. you have a horse. So I have a question. Can I cast Speak with Animals to talk oh to? Oh my gosh. Cast Speak with Animals one more time. Please. <laughs> does that use a spell slot? Yes, y every yes, time. Yes, it does. You're, you're burning those slots, like, right here in the All belly of the beast. The spell slots. Yeah, I've got two more spell slots. <laughs> 
No, wow. actually, I have I have three more. My bad, not two. Are you casting speak with animals? How bad do I want to hear this voice that you're about to make? Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk like Mister. <laughs> yes, that's what I'll do. It'll be an awful voice. Jim, are you trying to get up and go? Still trying to get up and go, or? I mean, you tell me. No, you're not compelled to. You just want to hear it. So, what would Jim do? Oh, Jim would be all over there with his notebook out. So, are you trying to get loose? Give me a uh, check to get loose from from Kellen's spell. I'll roll a get loose check. That is so. That would be strength. Uh, I think so, right, Kellen? Yep. Strength seventeen. Okay, he beat it. You're loose. So um, I break free of this Hulk-like. Mm-hmm. Not really Hulk-like, but I mean... And kind of tiptoe, while everybody's looking at the horse, tiptoe in that direction Good to break job. out into a sprint. Good job, Surveillance. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to send the horse over in front of him. The horse takes off running full speed ahead. To get in front of Jim. It gets in front of you, Jim. I try to leap on the horse's back and go, Yeah! <laughs> Okay, I'm going to say you can do so. You you climb up onto its back, and you yell, yeah, and it stays there, waiting for a command. I telepathically tell it to come over to where I am. It starts <laughs> heading back towards Servants. <laughs> I... Now you know! Oh! <laughs> I cast Minor Illusion. Oh my gosh. Yeah? Of a carrot that hovers in front of the horse. It still just continues to go towards Servants. I cast minor illusion of a bunch of carrots in front of Servants. I cast minor illusion, and it's an apple this time. Oh my god! I cast you guys are minor illusion. Freaking worse! I cast minor illusion. It's a whole apple tree in front of Servants. I cast carrot. Lorik <laughs> <laughs> uh, goes back oh, to the Sphinx gosh. and asks, "Can he go seven years in the future and see what happens?" <laughs> See if it's worth this. Is it worth this? Is anything worth this? Just anything Everybody's worth tuning into this episode thinking, man, this is going to be a crazy episode. Yeah. I'm a curse. Next thing you know, it's like Grandpa the Sphinx talking for 45 minutes. <laughs> then this. I cast my illusion. And there's four carrots. I cast my illusion. And there's seven and a half carrots. But now they're upside down. And they're floating in front of Sir Vance's face. Uh, if only I knew Major Illusion, I'd cast it and create a nag. <laughs> <laughs> That's a female horse, right? I guess Minor Illusion, and now I'm the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be disguised self. Oh, you're right. You're right. Or alter self, hurts. depending on how serious I am about this. Oh, God. Is okay. a nag a female horse? I don't know. A mare? A mare. No, a nag is an old, inferior, worthless horse. <laughs> <laughs> we, we gotta cut this out. All of this is staying in this episode. Even if I we have just, to put I, it at the end. I, I, I looked it up on Dictionary. The Dictionary app. I was just thinking of that song. It's like, somebody bet on the nag. You know that one? Yeah, it's a crappy horse. Crap. Jim gives up. You give up, Jim? Secretly, no, but yes. Okay, I give up, and I'll hop off the horse. I want to roll an insight check. Okay. That was an 11. You have no idea. Okay, look, this is crazy. What are we doing here? Are we following the song? Are we leaving here? We need to, we need to go. No, we're leaving here. We're leaving we here. Leaving Let's go the song. forward on the path. We are leaving the song. We are not going toward the song. 
I'm very interested in what the song is, but I have a feeling that follow that is, the carrots. That is not where we need to go. I used minor illusion to cast carrots in front of us down the path. I'm telling you guys, oh I think we need to go check it out. I mean, one of us definitely not. Let's go. Okay. And we go. Jim cries a tear as he goes. Okay. You all <laughs> head down the path? Yes. Yep. Is Jim? Yeah, Jim Jim heads down the path. Okay. He's on the horse. No, I hopped off the horse. Are you on the horse, Servants? Is the horse I'm walking? Keeping a with close you? eye on him. I, I'm gonna jump okay. on it. It feels really comfortable, just like you've always it's like your whole life up to this moment has been leading to now. When you rode this horse. Yes, it has. I'm a true knight. Guy says, Sir Vance, that is a beautiful horse. Thanks, Guy. What's his name? (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey's like, give me 45 minutes. No, if I could log into my uh, Legend of Zelda Mm -hmm. real quick, and I'll tell you, but, you know. Forget it. I can't speak with animals. Oh my god, please don't. (laughs) It's already done. I've done it. I can't speak with animals. Its name is Roan. Ooh, that's pretty cool, actually. R-O-A-N. It speaks to you, Kellen. Yeah. With Sir Vance's voice. Ooh. Sir Vance. Translation, Jeffrey. What do you want? (laughs) It was summoned from his spirit, so it has Sir Vance's voice. Wow. That's amazing. (laughs) Go talk to your own animal. God, Jeffrey, the <laughs> ultimate troll. <laughs> okay. Hello. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I just wanted to talk to you. Because I found... Talk to the real me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're into the episode. Charlie says, That's an interesting creature right there. Yeah, he's pretty cool looking though. He's... You're like super buff, just like Sir Vance. <laughs> well, thank you. Wow. Hello, horse. What is your name? My name is Charlie. Hello, Charlie. It's me. The horse's name is Roan. Roan. Nice to meet you, Roan. This is my friend, Kellen. Yes, hello. My name is Kellen. I'm Sir Vance's friend. It's very nice to meet you. How does Roan feel about Sir Vance? <laughs> he loves me. He's, he's awesome, ain't he? Sir Vance is the greatest. We're bros. We are bros. <laughs> Roll credits. Roll credits. That's it. We're done. We're bros. Now, let us continue down the path, please. Around this time, you're all walking. You come to a point where the walls and the ceiling up ahead where it's all grown in starts to decline again. So it's it's almost as if you've passed through a room. A room? Yes, it's like the first place you're in was like a certain type of chamber in this room where it's raining and the river is flowing and you hear the singing and all these plants and everything. You've come through here after a few minutes of walking and you've passed through and the walls up ahead and the ceiling are coming down again leading into another exit. Okay, uh, perception check. I just Same. want to see if there's anything in here. Okay. Please, perception. Perception. Uh, Lork got a natural one. Okay, Kellen. That is a natural 20. <laughs> Me too! I got you a have rolled 22. three natural 20s. I just and got a natural 22. <laughs> does Jim still have advantage? Sure. That's crazy. I got a 10 and a 1, so that's a 12. 
Is this just a general perception check? Yeah. I'm Please. looking specifically for more music. Oh my okay. gosh. No more. No I killed him. You don't hear more music, but you hear the music starting to fade away as you're leaving it behind. What are the rest of you looking for anything specific or just general? Dangers. Uh, magic items, always, and also danger. What did you roll, Lark? A natural one. Mm. Lark, you literally perceive nothing. In fact, you're starting to get a headache. Oh, it, no. it seems like you're having trouble bringing your thoughts into submission. Vance, I don't feel so good. Is this really happening again? I mean, like, Jim's just trouble, and Helen and Jim tries to walk off her music in. I really want a magic missile in the back of the head. And You're starting to get grumpy. Oh, my gosh. I'm so fed up with all you guys. And why did you have to spend all that magic, Helen, all that magic talking to animals? You don't understand. Like, this whole thing is... Go down, and it's going to be all your fault when we, we lose. And Sir Vance, you just summoned a horse for what? Why is that thing here? It helped. Helped what? Stop Jim. Stop Jim. <laughs> Kellen, you and Sir Vance hear a ghostly howl. Oh, Tonya. Ghostly howlows? Howl. That's not good. Oh. And it seems to sort of reverberate through the forest behind and around you guys. Amazing. You're standing in front of the exit from this area. You hear it, and it sounds like it's coming from the left, and then it's coming from the right, and then it's coming from behind you, and it's coming from multiple directions. Quickly, let's go forward. There's something ghostly hallowing behind us. don't boss me around. You want to die, Lorik. I'm not going to die, but you want you're going to gonna calm down. Okay, I'll reach down, smack him in the face, and say, we need to save the tree. Don't slap me. Don't slap me ever again. I didn't do nothing to you. I just don't like this place, and something's wrong, and we need to get out of here, but you guys don't need to be running. Howl lets out super loud, and it almost seems to cut you off, Lorik. and appearing right behind you are three large hounds, and they seem to appear out of thin air. Now look what you did. Great. We don't need no death dogs. We've done this before. So... That's where we're going to end this episode. Are you serious? Thanks for listening, guys. We hope that you enjoyed it. Dang. If you did, leave us a five-star review. Let us know that you're enjoying our show, that you love us, and we will reciprocate that love. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do so on Twitter at mbhpodcast or through email at makebelieveheroespodcast at gmail.com. Before we go, there's one more thing I wanted to mention. We often give a shout-out to BattleBards.com on the show for all of their great tabletop sound effects and music. You know, ones like this. And these. And some of this right here. You know the ones. If you're interested in using some of these crazy sound effects or some of the beautiful music that BattleBards can provide for your game, you should go right now to BattleBards.com. They've begun a subscription service called BattleBards Prime, which gives you access to hundreds of tracks that are incredible for your table. In fact, if you go right now and use the coupon code MBHPODCAST, you can get 15% off your BattleBards Prime subscription. So go right now and use the code MBHPODCAST to start using fantastic audio today with 15% off. And it'll also help us out. 
We promise you won't be disappointed. Thank you so much again for listening. We love you, and we'll see you next week. We love you. Bye. Bye.